Hey guys, welcome out to the. I can't talk. Welcome in to the Outspoken Sportscast. We got your special pre-draft edition with Ryan Sims. Ryan Sims, go ahead and introduce yourself, buddy. Hey man, I'm so happy to be back. Uh, thanks for having me back. I know that we uh, talked about uh, the playoffs you had me on, and we went through all of our playoff predictions, and we were both terribly, terribly. wrong. Neither one of us had the Rams winning it, and neither one of us had the Bengals making it to the Super Bowl at all, much less them having the chance to win it. And so I'm so glad to to be back on with you, and uh, I'm sure after we see the draft this week, you'll see how wrong I was on the draft as well. (laughs) Um, Because here's the thing, we both know uh, when it comes to draft and it comes to football, there's really nobody that can guess it 100% accurate. And so um, I'm absolutely obsessed with the NFL draft. In fact, um, I told my wife, do not bother me Thursday night. Do not bother me Friday <laughs> night. And do not bother me on Saturday morning when the, the fourth through seventh rounds are going. I'm like, during the draft, you do not have a husband. Okay. <laughs> and so um, I, I love it. It's dude. I actually, if I'm being honest, I enjoy the draft more than I do the regular season. That's, That's probably pretty crazy um, because I and guess, we- you know, your hopes get crushed during the season. And so like during this process, you can hope that you're going to go find a Micah Parsons. You can hope that you're going to go find <laughs> a Devonte Adams in a uh, later round. You know, you, you hope that you can go find that guy. You hope that an Aaron Rodgers falls to you at 24 which is what the Cowboys are picking at this year. And so the history of 24 <laughs> is pretty is good. good. Pretty good. Uh, we got Des Bryant at 24. Y'all got Aaron Rodgers at 24. So there is um, some good history for pick number 24. And so I'm just uh, excited about, you know, of course, I'm a Cowboys fan. So I'm excited about to see what the Cowboys are going to do. And I'll reference some guys for any Cowboys fans you might have watching, which probably quite a few since you're from this area. Well, yes, and, yes. You know, maybe, um, one of these days, I'll get you wearing a star hat over there. No, that will that'll never happen. You said the same um, thing, brother. About, the, about <laughs> we'll never take off the Lakers hat to wear a Dallas uh, Mavericks one, and here you are. Yeah, we'll get into that maybe in a little bit. Um, <laughs> but this is exactly why we have Ryan on the show. He, uh, especially for the the draft, this is his Super Bowl. So buckle in, guys. We got a, a good show for you right after this. 
All right, guys. My buddy Ryan Sims here is so invested into the NFL draft, and it's a great time of year and looking forward to it 100%. But he has gone ahead and made his own top 40. That contradicts some of the other big boards we have out there. So Ryan's going to take over here and kind of give us his players and why, and why he put them in a spot. I might question some of those and we'll get, we'll jump right into it, Ryan. Go ahead. So it should be a really fun show. We're going to talk about the top 40 and the reason I decided to go top 40 and not top 32 or top 50 is because we're going to have some fun at the end of the show. We're going to go do a first round mock for you and we're going to be completely wrong, but it'll be great. Um, but I just wanted to give you 40 possible names that we could see called on night one of the draft. And so these are 40 names um, that I think that you will hear 32 of them. And so there could be a wild card in there. I might have missed one or two that um, – because you never know what a team like the Bengals are going to do. You never know what a team like the Chicago Bears are going to do. Um, thankfully, you know, John Gruden can't draft anymore because, man, that guy was a wild card. He would take third-round graded players in the first round, and so the Oakland would always mess up your drafts. And so um, so I just <laughs> yeah. want to take a look at guys that could go in the top 40 so that we could see, like, hey, night one, who could my team be calling? What, if, uh, what players can I be looking at? And so uh, I'm going to go through my top 40, and you can disagree with me, and, Brian, you can interject at any point. But uh, my number one player – um, in the draft, and I'll be looking at my notes, some of the notes that I have here on the player um, as we're going along. But my number one pick is Kayvon Thibodeau. And now here's the deal. He is my number one rated player. He's an edge out of Oregon. He's 6'4", 254 pounds. Um, he needs to continue filling out his frame. He's a little small for uh, NFL size edge, but dude is a stud. He's an athlete. He can run. He can rush up field with urgency. Um, this dude is a war daddy, as Jerry Jones would call it. He is the ultimate um, definition of a defensive end. He's a guy you want on your team. Now, I have him number one. I think there's zero chance of him going number one overall. And and I, are you muted right now? I can't hear you, Brian. My bad, yes. You okay. think there's zero chance he goes number one? I think there's absolutely zero chance he goes number one, and here's why. I'm um, he has a chance to fall down the board a bit. And here's why he just has a weird personality. Um, it's not that it's a bad personality. It's not like he has off the field trouble or, or anything like that. Uh, it's just like when teams were interviewing him, he just seemed different. He's just wired different. He's focused on business. He's focused on revenue. He's focused on money. Um, he's focused on shoe deals and all those things. And he kind of rubs some scouts the wrong way. And so some experts actually think because of him just being different and the NFL just doesn't know what to do with different, there's nothing wrong with this guy whatsoever. He's a stud athlete. And at the end of the college season, before they did the combine, um, he was surefire lock, number one pick. There was no question. And now a report leaked today for you Cowboys fans that if he slips to around that 10 range, the Cowboys would be looking to possibly move up to go land a premier pass rusher like itself to match with Micah Parsons and Tank Lawrence. Now, um, I don't know that I want to do that. Um, giving up a two and a three for a, uh, but man, you can't forget a number, man, you get those three edges together. Yeah. That's scary. He's a beast. But, He's a beast. Uh, I've seen him. I don't know all the guys on your list, right? but I do, I do know who this guy is and he's an absolute stud out there in Oregon and is a beast. I, I thought he would be going number one. I know, um, 
What's the other guy you have here, number two? I know Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan is also getting a lot of looks at the number one spot. Is that who you got going number one? So I do think Aiden Hutchinson will go number one to Jacksonville, and he's the number two player on my board, and rightfully so. He's a great player. Um, edge out of Michigan, 6'6", 260 pounds. Um, what's cool about Hutchinson is he wins in a lot of ways. Um, this guy beats people. He shows up in big games. He's battle-tested. He's played a lot of big games. And, dude, I would love to have this type of guy on my team. Um, but I just think the difference is Thibodeau is just a little bit more athletic. I think Thibodeau's got a little bit more bends in his movement. And I just think Thibodeau, Thibodeau just wins more, gets better players than this guy does. Um, but you can't go wrong with either player. Like, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson made it to uh, – the playoff, and he was a big reason of why the team made it to the playoff. And I know uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh says that he's one of his absolute favorite guys that he's ever coached in Aiden Hutchinson. And so that's a big deal from an NFL experienced coach. And so big guy, NFL frame ready. So when you talk about, um, you know, the difference between Thibodeau and Hutchinson, you know, Hutchinson's 260 pounds and Thibodeau is like 250. So I think Thibodeau and he's a little bit shorter. So I think Thibodeau needs to add about 10 pounds probably, um, which NFL team will easily do to him. Oh yeah. Um, but Aiden Hutchinson was born to play football. He is <laughs> his six, country. Six. Looks like his country strong there. Yeah. He is a <laughs> six, six. Um, I do think Aiden Hutchinson could go number one, but actually uh, I'm going to back off that a little bit. I think he has, a 45% chance to go number one. And the other person that I think has the ability to peak for the uh, number one, and I actually, if I'm leaning today, if I'm a betting man today, this is our number one overall pick in the NFL draft, and he's the number three guy on my board. And it's Trayvon Walker. And here's why. So the Jaguars have a history. Their GM has a history of drafting by the traits, Okay. Um, and yeah. so let me pull up uh, some of, before I get in there. I like to, you know, let you know where he's from. He plays for Georgia, edge 6'5, 272, has rare just skills that we don't see. Dude is just an athletic freak. Okay. And so his traits are just not through the roof. Like when you talk about a guy that can do well for himself by testing and his measurables and his athletic skills, this is Trayvon Walker. And the GM for Jacksonville has a history of drafting athletic traits over tape okay oh. <laughs> and yes, so I've... that can get you in some trouble we both know that because if i'm i'm a guy that the tape matters yes. okay that the, what they do at the combine that's a plus and so what about you what do you think are you would you rather have a guy have crazy athletic traits or better tape no i want better tape i want a guy that shows the intangibles Mm -hmm. um that's going to show up and a lot of the a lot of the combine some of it matters some of it doesn't i'm not a big on the combine aspect of it mm -hmm. but no if i'm watching tape i'm watching his his college tape i'm watching the reps he took against big teams and and, and big games and i want to see him have those rep repetitions and what he does and what his contributions were to those big games and um coming out now the the other stuff if, if you got a guy that's got good tape and then has the i the mean freak now we're just, living, okay, now we're just you know. living a pipe dream because you want right. unicorns what you're telling me brian you want a unicorn <laughs> i do every you pick michael unicorn, parsons is what you're telling me <laughs> yes yeah, so michael parsons is that's a unicorn yes <laughs> you, you can keep rubbing that in that, that. oh man <laughs> the beast 
Dude, um, such a beast. Uh, here's the thing that's funny about this year's draft, and I should have probably prefaced this at the beginning of it. So last year, the top of the draft was top heavy loaded. I mean, you can go look back at, you know, the top um, 12 picks last year, and you got Jamar Chase and Micah Partons and Patrick Sertan, and you've got all these guys that are just star studded. Like you have, you basically, like Rashawn Slater, the first 12 picks, 13 picks of the draft were like, you could not, miss last year so star uh, studded that the cowboys got cd lamb somehow <laughs> well that was a couple that was two years ago oh was it was oh it was two years ago yeah that That's was 2020 draft and um so um 2021 i was talking about with uh micah parsons jamar chase yeah that was dude that was just straight the sixth overall guy on the board fell to us at 17 it was just crazy amazing but last year was very heavy star loaded you had just all these guys you could not miss at the top basically you couldn't mess it up by any of the picks that you made however the after that point the draft was not near as deep as this draft is so this draft is completely the opposite of last year's draft this draft is not star power loaded like last year's was but there is way more depth and so what i mean by that from number one to number 40 there's not a huge difference whereas last year from 12 to 40 was a huge difference. Um, There's just so much. You're going to get a really good player no matter where you pick in the first round because it's so loaded with depth, not as loaded with star power potential, but you're going to get some very, very good players in this draft. And so um, I think Trayvon Walker, uh, as the third guy on my board, I think he has a 55% chance. So I just lean just a little bit over Hutchison because of the history of the GM picking athletic traits. He has a lot more that he needs to work on. His past finishing moves, like with Thibodeau and Hutchinson, the past rushing traits are already there. With Walker, you can see glimpses of it. You can see highlights of it. You can see that the potential is there. And then when he goes and does his athletic testing, it's so much better than Thibodeau and Hutchinson. So you just think, man, if I can coach this guy, he could be the best defensive end in the draft. And, and, not to mention, so the top three guys on my board are all defensive ends. Defensive ends. Um, so this is a defensive end loaded draft. This is not a QB loaded draft. This is a terrible draft if you For need QBs. to mm-hmm. and the- You need to wait till next year, which is why the Eagles, I think, purposely traded one of their three first-round picks so that they could have two shots at it next year because they knew they weren't going to get their quarterback this year. So my top three guys are all um, – uh, defensive ends and so that leads me to continue on to my fourth overall guy on my board and we're going to stay in the trenches do you anything yes. defensive end? well as you say this is a defensive end loaded draft this is also uh getting into your next three guys on the board yes. an offensive line loaded yes. draft as well so once you go so on- if you need to shore up the trenches if you need to shore up your o-line you need to shore up your d-line this Dallas is Cowboys. the this is yes, yes. Uh, but hey but you're not gonna pass up on a defensive end because that's the second most important position behind quarterback that we know so that he's the quarterback of your defense so either one like if we trade it up like the rumor it was leaked today that if Thibodeau starts to fall like we saw Rogers fall several years back I like to rub that in your face a little bit but you ended up with him because of it <laughs> yeah I'll um, take it I'll take it any day yeah but um, if we see a free fall, I could you could see a team like the Cowboys, or you could see a team like the Eagles with two uh, first round <laughs> picks go up there and pick a guy like that. And because I think he just, inst- I think he's going to be a ten sack guy year one. I really do. 
And so my uh, my fourth guy is um, Evan Neal. And so Evan Neal, it can uh, he's out of Alabama. He's 6'8", 337 pounds. Semi truck. Semi truck. <laughs> this guy can play offensive tackle or guard in the NFL. Obviously, tackle is much more valuable than guard. And so he is going to be somebody's tackle for a long, long, long time in this league. This guy um, is very athletic, very flexible, very fluid. Um, he's an immediate NFL starter with Pro Bowl potential, I think, day one. And so I think this guy is a lock. I, he's the um, He is the best lineman in my draft. I know some other guys might think Iquanu is, is – a little bit better. And I know some boards even have Iquan, who is number two over a guy, but I think Evan Neal is the best lineman in this draft. And I don't think it's close, Brian. Um, so if uh, this guy could really be a fit for a team like the Giants, who have the fifth and seventh overall pick, um, I would hate to play that guy. Um, but they know that the Cowboys are loaded with pass rushers. They know that the Philadelphia Eagles um, are going to, always have a great defensive line because that's what they do. Washington has a great defensive line. So if I'm the Giants, I'm trying to prepare for that. And I think Evan Neal could be a pick here. And so, man, he does so well as a drive blocker. He has balance. Uh, man, this guy, he's the next Tyron Smith. Not much. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're talking praise, singing praises to this guy. And um, he's Alabama. And yeah. so Alabama just produces – Pro-ready guys every single year. It doesn't matter the position. These guys are ready to play when they get here. Especially the offensive line, too. Uh, yes. And why are they – they offensive line and wide receiver. If I got a guy coming out of Alabama, I know it's going to be a for, for sure uh, thing. Um, safety, not so much with, with Green Bay and uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix, but uh, <laughs> that's that's beside the point. Um, who's we, your number? We tried to sign him and give him a shot, man. He didn't even make it to our roster. <laughs> we cut him after training camp. Uh, yeah, he was bad. He was bad. All right, who's your number five? My number five is Iquanu <clears throat> out of North Carolina State. He's 6'4, 310 pounds. Do this dude is a mauler. Okay, like this guy is a dump truck. Like this guy will knock you on your butt. Like I was watching some of his tape the other day, and I've never seen more pancakes <laughs> in one game than watching this guy. I mean, I love Neil, but, man, this guy is really, 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 really good, and he'll make any team that drafts him really good. Obviously, he could play offensive tackle or guard, um, but in the NFL – Offensive tackle is the more valuable position. So somebody's going to hit this guy tackle and not even blink twice. And they're going to be very, very happy with this pick. And so uh, continuing with lineman, um, Charles Cross. And so this is a guy um, that I think no matter what is a top 10 pick, but I think he could, this is a guy that could potentially even fall down to um, into the 10 to 15 range. And if they, if he falls there, um, a team is going to find them a very, very good player. And the reason I think he could fall, because you never know when a team is going to draft a quarterback over the better player. Yeah. And so if you start seeing quarterbacks in this terrible draft class of quarterbacks, if you start seeing quarterbacks get drafted early, you're going to see a guy like Charles Cross fall and then land to somebody like the Cowboys just landed on the best defensive player in the draft last year because 
people were quarterback hungry. We had three quarterbacks go in the top 10 last year, and you had people, uh, the Bears trade up for fields and take our cornerback. Thank God they took the cornerback from us because I'm so glad we got Micah Parsons. And so you could see something like that happen with Charles Cross here, but um, he's a tackle only. Um, Mississippi State, 6'5", 307 pounds. Um, He's got average athleticism, but he's the third best tackle in this draft. And remember, defensive end and tackle are the most valuable positions on the defensive line. It's the most valuable position on the offensive line. This is the third best tackle in the draft, in my opinion. And because of position need and the position importance, he'll find himself in the top 10. And people will be very, very happy with him because he's a day one starter in the NFL. My... The guy you have next, I'm all about that sauce, buddy. You're throw all about the, that throw, sauce. Throw the sauce on everything. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us about Sauce Garner, quarterback yeah. out of Cincinnati? Sauce Garner is the, is the seventh guy um, <laughs> on my board. But it, you'll look if you look in mocks, you'll find him top five in a lot of a lot of mock drafts. If you're if you're looking around, best cornerback in the draft, uh, in my opinion. Uh, we'll talk about another corner around my 14th pick, and I'll tell you why. But to me, it's not even close. Sauce Gardner took Cincinnati to the playoff. Yeah. He didn't, allow, he didn't allow a touchdown, right? Yeah. No. Shut down, lockdown corner, 6'3", <laughs> 190, long-bodied, long arms, super athletic guy. Man, dude is just a baller. He shows up on the field, and he takes half of it away. And so I do think that he uh, – I think he'll get lots of interceptions. Uh I do think that he will get lots of picks. And I think, man, um, I think his comp is Jalen Ramsey. Um, I think he's going to be that good. And uh, and he's bigger. And he's bigger than Jalen Ramsey. And so just as athletic, I think he's a lockdown number one corner, best one in the draft. It's not even close. And he plays He plays with that confidence. Yes. He plays with that swagger on the field. Um, I've seen a lot of some of his games, and he is one heck of a player. And what a, an amazing nickname, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna give you the sauce all the time. <laughs> um, number you eight, gotta, yeah, a safety out of North or Notre Dame. So eight, okay, I've got, and so I'm gonna give you a little bit of an asterisk on this one. Okay. I have him at number eight, and the only mm-hmm. reason I have him at number eight is because I feel like I had to put him there, and here's what I mean by that. When I watch his tape, when I watch his highlights, me personally, I don't see a top 10 player, okay? I don't. I do think he is going to go top 10. I do think we will see him going in the first round. But I pit him here because I saw every mock draft out there. I saw every expert. They put him in the top 10. But for me, (laughs) I would be pissed if my team picked him in the top 10. I do think he's a first-round talent. I do think he's the best safety in this draft. But I don't think safety is a position that you pick in the top 10 of the draft. Safety is a position that you wait till the second round or if you're a late pick in the first round because it doesn't – my Cowboys fandom is going to show out because we never prioritize this position. But safety is the least important position on the defensive field. Now, however, so Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame, 6'4", 220. is super long, <laughs> athletic, super size. He's got, a, he's, just, he's got great range. Um, people think he might end up being like 
an Isaiah Simmons slash Justin Simmons combo. That's kind of the comp that I'm seeing on him. But man, he's got he he's got all the traits. So if you're drafting traits, and this is what we talked about <laughs> earlier um, with Trayvon Walker, I'm not a fan of Trayvon Walker either because I'm not a guy that drafts traits. I'm a guy that drafts tape. tape. Okay? And if so, you're he didn't pass your eye test. That's what I call the eye test. Yes. So Kyle Hamilton, if you are drafting traits, <laughs> man, no one compare Trayvon Walker, Kyle Hamilton might have the best traits in the draft. And that's going to get them some serious money. Mm. It's going to have them land in the top 10. But to me, um, best safety in the draft, but I'm not taking him in the top Safety's 10. not that important. No, definitely right. not. But, but we are going to see this guy. Taken yeah, in the top ten. In the top ten, uh, probably the Giants, because <laughs> they're horrible organizations. Uh, dude, I hope the Giants, um, <laughs> Washington. I am like, goose. See, he's about to go nuts for the next couple of years because this guy hadn't put his measurables all on tape, in my opinion. Um, now PFN has at number eight, and this kind of blew my mind. Okay, PFN's big board number eight is Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. Yeah, so <laughs> number eight. Um, what I'll say, PFN, oh. in my opinion, which is why we're doing a PFF mock draft. I think PFN's yeah. big board is trash, but yeah, like, that goes what? to show that goes to show you that this is very, very subjective, Brian. Like, people watch this and like people are in love with Kyle Hamilton, in love with them. And I watched <laughs> it and I'm like, this guy sucks. Uh, like, and he's gonna I'm be not- drafted in the top 10. Now, in all honesty, I think anything that comes out of um, Notre Dame is overrated. Notre Dame's overrated, um, in my opinion. You know, that might hurt you, Notre Dame fans, but they are not. They got all this hype get every a year, and they don't. Yes, get, get in a conference. Get they don't win. You quit hand picking crap. Get in a conference, all right? And they they don't win the big. They don't win the big games. They don't go to the championship. They. You know, top four or five, maybe here or there, but I, I think they're overrated. Um, um, which leads me to the favorite position of the draft for the me. The wide receiver, baby. Wide receiver. Let's go. I think Let's we can go. both agree because we both need one. All right. And I think one of us is going to be happy at the end of day one or, or day two, and the other one is not. Sorry, I knocked my headphones out. Got a little too excited there. Um, yeah. We're both excited because we both, yes. like, we both have, like, so y'all have some defensive line needs. Y'all have, and y'all need wide receiver. We need to have some offensive line needs, and we need a wide receiver. Now, we both know that the games are won in the trenches, but screw that. We're about the sexy pick, right? We, <laughs> yeah. want, we want the diva. We want the guy that can come down with the ball. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk about these next two guys. And so here's the deal. I have Garrett Wilson, number nine, on my big board. Wide receiver, Ohio State, Ohio State. six mm-hmm. foot tall, 183 pounds. Dude is an athlete. Um, he was a Division One recruit um, for basketball out of high school. Not only <laughs> not even so not even football. This dude is just a stud athlete. Um, a lot of comps uh, have him compared to Ceedee Lamb. Um, that's what a lot of guys are saying. They say that that reminds them of Ceedee Lamb. Dude, uh, surefire lock, best receiver in the draft. I do think this is debatable, which will take me to uh, my number ten, which is Jameson Williams, wide receiver. Out of Alabama, 6'2", 179. Um, dude is a cheetah. Okay, so if you like yourself a Tyreek Hill type of receiver, then you want you some Jamison Williams. Now, here's the deal. If Jamison Williams does not get hurt, 
and tear his ACL in the big game in the first half, I think we see this guy go in the top five. Um, but dude is recovering from a top uh, from ACL tear. It's not as devastating as it used to be. And so I have Garrett Wilson and Jameson. Oh, James Williams, one A and one B. Uh, to me, you can't go wrong with either one of them. Exactly um, right. If, if Williams didn't tear his uh, ACL, I think that I would have put him above Garrett Wilson. Tapes very similar. Guys both play for a big-time program. Guys consistently beat um, those good cornerbacks. Um, we saw um, just what that looked like when uh, Cincinnati was playing Alabama. Uh, Williams was – actually given sauce some of the sauce and so <laughs> um, early on in that game and so uh, this guy's a big time wide receiver i think either way or you go there if somehow i saw a mock the other day uh jeff cavanaugh was talking about this you know he does all that amazing draft stuff and he was talking about how they um, i think it might have been pfn uh they got with a bunch of guys that are draft what they would consider you know draft experts which jeff cavanaugh would be um, I'm just an amateur that likes to do this for fun. But um, <laughs> they they had them go through each team and pick a player. And somehow at 24, Garrett Wilson is on the board. And so Jeff what? ran that pick in real quick. Oh, There's any way that that happens. However, two years ago, we were saying there was no way CD Lamb. Lamb falls to 17 with the Cowboys. And so you, you never know. Until you know on draft day. And so, um, but I think if either one of these guys falls to the Packers or the Cowboys, we would be absolutely thrilled with a pick. If we traded up, I would be fine with trading up for either one of these guys. I'm not a big fan of trading up. I like to stay and pick or trade down and acquire more talents, my preference. Um, but there's a couple guys in this uh, draft that I would be willing to trade up as a Cowboys fan, or I think that you as a Green Bay Packers fan, y'all should be willing to trade up for. If Wilson, Wilson Williams, Kayvon Thibodeau, the three guys I think are willing are worth trading up for if they fall. I'm not big on trading up either. If I'm trading up, I want I want it to be a, a guy that's a for, for, you know, for sure fire thing. And those two wide receivers are amazing. There's one more too that I, I think is kind of close to them is Drake London. I really like him out of USC. Um not as good as those two, but I think that's another guy too that I would love to see in the green gold. I don't think we we move up, but you know, you, this draft to me might be the craziest draft we've already seen. The craziest NFL offseason we've seen in a long, long time. I, I mean, maybe a long time. Jump around, and I think you could see some big names like Debo Samuel getting traded for on draft day. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Two first round picks for Debo Samuel. Two first. Is that what you said? Yes. I, I mean, I wouldn't hate it because we're going. It's something that you don't see Green Bay do and go and get that guy that we know is a for, for sure stud. I would like to keep one. I would like to trade away our first second and our first, a second and, and maybe maybe a seventh or something and keep our second first. I, I don't know if we'll be able to get away with that, though. Gotcha. Keeping both. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to uh, my 11 through 15 picks. And I'll just – what I'll do so that we can have, make sure that we have plenty of time to get to our um, mock draft is I'll give you um, three or four at a time, and I'll just kind of give you a rapid fire on these guys, and then you can chime in and speak to any of the guys that you want to so that we can get through this because I really want our uh, people that are watching to, to see this mock draft. It's going to be a lot of fun for us. 
Um, so my number 11 on my board is Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Washington, 5'11", 193, um, solid tape, day one NFL starting cornerback in this league. He's a bit undersized. If he was a little bit bigger, um, people care about length these days. They want their um, – Sherman, they want that guy. This guy is a solid corner, super mentally tough, very athletic, um, very, very good tape. Um, so I think people that are looking for teams that are looking for a corner are going to love this guy and would love to have him on their team. Um, number 12 on my board, and or you got to remember there's positions that are more important than other. And so um, because of that, I'm taking t- this into account. Um, so number 12, I've got Jermaine Johnson, Edge, Florida State. Um, 6'5", 254. Johnson is long, athletic defender. I mean, dude has big-time traits, uh, day one defensive end starter. Um, he's got some just average kind of explosion, but he's got the technique, and so I think this guy um, could end up being a really good guy. I think, uh, to me, I I think when I see this guy at play, I think it reminds me of DeMarcus Ware. He was a guy out of Troy State that didn't have a lot of looks, was a third or fourth defensive end in the draft, graded guy, and ended up being the best guy of the class because um, he just worked harder than everybody. So I see that when I see this guy on tape. And so uh, my number 13 guy is Tyler Linderbaum. And this is a fun guy because this is a position, just like safety, um, that people don't put a lot of stock or a lot of value in. And so Tyler Lindenbaum, center, Iowa, 6'2", 296. Um, this dude has the best tape of any lineman, period, okay? But because of position, we have to move him down a little bit. But I've seen him ranked as low um, in the 30s. I, I don't know where PFN or PFF has him. I can't remember. Um, but Tyler Linderbaum, to me, if – the Cowboys turned in this draft card. I would be nuts because I think he is the next Travis Frederick. Uh, I really do. He is number 16 on the PFN's list. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm not so, somewhat close. Yeah, but I, I, I saw him on one the other day. He was 30 or 40 something. And so here's why people are scared of him he's got short arms, um, he's a little bit shorter for a center. Um, yeah, he has like 32-inch arms, so that's tiny arms for guys. So people are worried <laughs> about the leopard part of it. Yeah, yeah he's got yeah, T-Rex yeah. arms. That's absolutely right. But this guy is a sure lock. I think he's got Pro Bowl written all of it. And I'm just going to say it right now, future Hall of Famer Tyler Linderbaum. <laughs> that's some uh, that's some bold praise. Or, um, he has some uh, high expectations to live up to there, Ryan. Right. So um, number 14 on my board is Derek is, Stingley Jr. This okay? is the guy I've heard a lot about. He's on yes. a lot of big boards. Quarterback, LSU, six foot, 190. Okay, so here's the deal with this guy. PFF, who we'll do a mock later, has him rated number two on their board. Wow. They have him as the second best player in the draft. Um, this guy is an NFL corner, but here's the deal. He quit. After his freshman year. So here you go look at 2019 tape. This guy is a locked top five corner, future Hall of Famer. Like, like I'd be just excited about his tape as I am Tyler Linderbaum if I only watched his freshman tape. But then I watched these last two years and I'm unimpressed. He's lazy. Um, he knew that he was a lock for the first round. He's playing to not get hurt instead of actually playing. He had his eyes on the money, which I get, but man, 
Um, he could be a Pro Bowl level starter in this league, but I think he's a big time gamble in the top 15. And I think we'll see him taken because if you go watch the 2019 tape, Brian, and you watch that alone, you are stoked. <laughs> yeah. But then there's two more years to watch, and it's not the same guy. He's hurt. He's messed up a little bit. Um, he's very, very ginger. And so Derek Stingley Jr. could be a top five pick. I would not be surprised. Now he's uh, he's he's on the PFN. He's exactly at where you got him, number 14. And so, so but um, and when we do PFF, you'll see him. He's number two. So you can see these all over this place, but it's because people are scared of him. But if he's drafted in the top five, I would not be surprised. But man, I think it's a huge risk if a team don't goes there. Uh, number 15 on my big board, Drake London. I yes. absolutely love this love guy. Now I think here's where we might start getting realistic of a guy who could actually fall to us, Brian. Drake yes. London, wide receiver, USC, 6'4", 219. I have him as the third best wide receiver in this draft. Um, big guy. Big guy, bro. He plays like Des Bryant. He's just going to go up, and he's going to get the ball. And so I don't know how well he fits with the Dak Prescott, who likes a guy that gets space because Dak is afraid of throwing the interception. But for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's not afraid to throw up the ball, this guy will go up and he will come down with the football. This guy, I, I saw his highlights, and this guy makes every ball seem catchable. It didn't matter where it was, one-handed grabs over here, one-handed grabs over there. Um, I really like this guy, and I think if – Green Bay were to move up for him, I'd be fine with that. If we move up to the top 10, we might be able to get one of the other two. But this is a guy that we could see fall further down. And I still think we're going to have to move up to get him, but maybe we don't have to give up as much to get Drake London than, yeah, the, than the other guys. Yeah, the brought him in for their top 30 visit list. I think that's wishful thinking. But Jerry Jones did say yeah. we would be looking to move up in the draft. And so when you're bringing guys like him in, um, you got to think that that's a guy they could be considering to move up for in a in a league where the Chiefs and and the Packers and us all very desperately need a wide receiver and so um great pick there um number 16 um I've got our first linebacker um being coming off the board and Devin Lloyd linebacker Utah 6'3 237 Micah Parsons Jr. okay so um this is what his tape looks like he looks like a guy um that is a lock NFL linebacker, big guy, long arms, super athletic, plays with strength. Um, look, he's a guy that has the build that you go put, put him at an edge. And so I think because of what Micah Parsons just did this year, you're going to see whoever ends up with this guy. They could possibly try to do the same things with him. Uh, but the Cowboys actually had this guy in. And so if you bring him in, you can just move him and Micah Parsons back and forth from edge to linebacker, or you might just stick this guy middle linebacker and let Micah Parsons go get the quarterback. But, man, this guy can absolutely play some ball. Amazing linebacker. Um, and so be super happy to have him on my team. My number 17 guy is big boy Jordan Davis. I think this is a guy that the Green Bay Packers could be really interested in. Um 6'6", 341, ran a 4'8", 40, <laughs> at <Yes>. 340 <laughs> pounds. Insane. That's like Insane. a brick wall hitting you. Now, when I look at tape, it's good tape, um, but I think you're going to see him, because of how big he is, I think originally he would have been a late first round, early second round pick, but I think you're going to see this guy go – 
in the 15 to 25 range because dude just blew up the combine. And so I have him, uh, if you're 340 pounds and you can run um, as fast as me, man, uh, I'm just going to pitch you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to pitch you in, in, my, in my top five. So um, super excited about that. And so um, number 18, I'm going to grab my charger, but I'll go carry this with me real quick. Oh, you you're dying. Chris Alave. Um, wide receiver, Ohio State, six foot, one hundred and eighty-seven pounds. This guy is an absolute burner. And you know what, man? I think he's actually the most pro-ready wide receiver there is in the draft. I have him as wide receiver four. I think his ceiling is way less higher than the other three guys that we said, but I think his floor is way, way like. So his he's got he's not gonna be uh, he's not gonna bust on you I don't think I think he's gonna be at least an average to above average guy that's worst case scenario he doesn't have as high as a ceiling but I don't know if you're a ceiling guy or a floor guy but you know what his floor of where he could end up is a lot higher than other guys right and so um, smooth route runner gets separation I, this guy has been linked to Green Bay we um he's Same actually in, in, a, in, as well. in, in a lot of drafts they have actually Green Bay staying at 22 and drafting this guy I would love it if we got this guy this guy was the number two on on OSU on uh, Ohio State OSU Ohio State University he put up good numbers he's he's a great route runner and he makes he makes the wide receiver position look easy right. I would be glad with Chris Olave at number 22 I tell you what though Ryan, if we do not draft a first round wide receiver, I think Green Bay's is fans are going to riot. Okay, we well, haven't done it in a long, long time. Picks. I don't think you're. Ta- I think with your twenty second pick, you're taking a defensive tackle. Defensive tackle. We we need. And I think we with your second pick, you'll try to get a wide receiver. We do need some defensive guys. Um, I would hate to see Chris Olave go off the board at twenty. You know, right after we pick a defensive end, and there's a guy that the Cowboys usually try to jump you for. And Traylon I would love Burks, it. Burks or Olave. Olave, depending on see here, here's there's three wide receivers that the Cowboys talked to: Drake London, uh, Burks, and Olave. They they brought them all into the top uh, thirty. Those are the only three wide receivers that they spoke to in the top thirty visits. I can and, see y'all, you know, trailing Burks. London is a is a pipe dream, I think, for both of us. A yes, little I agree. Bit. Uh, we would have to move up quite a bit to get him, but Olave. And Burks are two guys that we could both, you know, potentially end up with as as Green Bay fan and a, and a Cowboys fan. Um, but I, I really like Chris Olave. A solid wide receiver. It's going to come out there. And he's going to be consistent um, for you. Um, I, so, I believe I have a lot of some mock drafts didn't y'all? They have you picking your number nineteen guy, George. Perloftis or whatever. Yeah, I don't think that the Cowboys go with him. Um, He's a George Perloftis, Purdue, Edge, 6'4", 266. Remember, defensive end just matters. And so um, this guy is violent, okay? And when I say violent, I mean violent. This guy plays with tenacity, 6'4", 266. Um, I think this guy is going to make a a team very, very happy. Uh, I do think that he is a lock to start. I do think he has a very, very high ceiling. Um, low floor, high ceiling type of guy. Uh, a team would be happy with him. I would not want that pick um, because, I mean, there's so many more pressing needs for the Cowboys, but I have seen a couple mocks where he was linked to us. Now, if he's the best player on your board, I'm a guy that drafted the best player on your board in the first round, but um, he will make some team happy, which leads me to number 20, which this guy's being really linked with the Cowboys, Kenyon Green. Um, 
Defensive tech, I'm not defensive, offensive guard, Texas AM, 6'4, 323. Dude um, has the best tape of any um, offensive guard in the in the draft. Um, and so um, dude is just great, great. He's very linked to the Cowboys. And I just think that, man, if that's the pick, it's a great pick there. 20, and I'm going to keep going, get moving really quick here. One, one guy. Yeah, before we, so we could get into these 40. One guy I didn't want to talk about, though, is coming up next. is Traylon Burks, number 21. Traylon Burks, yes. Um, a guy from Ar- uh, Arkansas. From what I've seen from him, is he's he's done a little a bit of everything, <laughs> right? He, he's come out of the backfield for them, wide receiver. He's done a little bit of it all. That They used him quite a bit as a weapon in Arkansas, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 100%. So his comp is Debo Samuel, wide receiver, Arkansas, 6'2", 225. We know Jerry's going to be interested because of the Arkansas. <laughs> uh, but this guy, um, if you watch Debo Samuel tape and you watch his tape, you're going to get really excited. Burks put up really, really big numbers with a terrible quarterback. And so people are going to complain about all he did is run slants and fades is because his quarterback was trash. And he didn't have <laughs> that, and that's enough. basically all that they could absolutely run. Traylon Burks. Uh, is my dream pick for the Dallas Cowboys. I know we need a uh, lineman, um, but he's he's my favorite guy in the draft because I just dream about what you could do with him. I'm going to get moving through these last 20 so that we have time um, to do our mock. But uh, 22, Zion Johnson. And, man, this guy um, could play guard or center. Much more athletic than Green out of Boston College, 6'3", 312. I think Green and Zion Johnson are interchangeable as the best guards in the draft. And these last three guys are all guys, 20, 21, 22. I think the Dallas Cowboys, if I was a betting man, one of these three guys will be the Cowboys pick. It'll be Traylon Burke, Zion Johnson, or Kenyon Green. Um, these two and guy and the Cowboys visit with all three of them there. Um, Zion Johnson, Green, you can interchange the guys. The difference between the two, Green has the better tape. Johnson's more of an athlete, but Johnson has really good tape as well. I'd be happy with either one of those guys. Great, great pick. Um, number 23, I have Daxton Hill, quarterback safety, Michigan. Small guy, but plays super, super athletic. Really, really athletic guy. Um, you're going to be happy to land this guy if you're looking for safety. Um, but I would actually, if I'm going to pit this guy somewhere, I would put him as a slot corner. I think that's the really, Underrated, valuable position in the NFL. This guy could play either um, one of them. And, man, you're going to be super, super happy um, if you land with this guy. Uh, Trevor Penning. A lot of guys are – this guy keeps rising and rising on people's draft boards. I have him um, 24 over here. And Trevor Penning's offensive tackle, small school, northern Iowa. He's 6'7", 325 pounds. This dude plays nasty. Uh, if, if I was thinking about like like how nasty, like you think about how Nadamik Sue, like how nasty of a player this guy is, like the dude's gonna stomp your hand and 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 throw you across the field. This is Trevor Penning. Um, he's rising among people because people just love the nastiness of this guy's tape. Uh, he'll make a team very very happy that's looking for a starting offensive tackle. Uh, me personally. Um, I, I I would give him a second-round grade. And here's what you learn about the draft. I don't know how much uh, you've looked into it. In a typical draft, there's only 15 to 18 players, Brian, that have an actual first-round grade. And then after you get from that 15 to 18 range um, in the late first round, you're actually got drafting guys that have second-round grades. Um, 
the previous three great guys that I actually gave first round grades to, um, but Trevor Pinning, I have a second, uh, have the 24th best player on my board, but I actually gave him a second round grade. Um, I think he has some things to work on, but overall, um, I think we're going to see him go somewhere in the first round. And this makes me to my favorite pick, number 25. Um, um, is Devontae Wyatt. Devontae Wyatt, man, he is a beast. Defensive tackle, Georgia, 6'3", 304 pounds. Um, he wins in a lot of different ways. He He's an impactful player, um, plays three technique, and this will be the Green Bay Packers pick at number 22. Get familiar with it um, because I will text you, told you so when it happens. He's actually – I heard today that some teams have taken him off their board because of character um, concerns. and But I think this guy's tape's just too good. You're going to see him go eventually. He's from Georgia, right? Do what? He's from Georgia. Georgia. I mean, that's where all, of, like, that's all, where all the big – talent for defense is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, finally, I'm getting to – Finally, a quarterback. <laughs> finally. So, uh, number 26 and number 27, I'll talk about both these guys together. This is a terrible, terrible um, quarterback class. Pick your poison. Malik Willis, Liberty, 6'1", 219, can throw the ball, just an athlete, has ability to be dynamic. Um, but because he didn't play elite competition, that scares you a little bit. Right. And so that's why he's going to – he could end up in the top 10 because he plays quarterback. But when I'm looking – uh, and value position versus all those things, I'd have to pit him where he belongs. And to me, it's number 26 on the board. And number 27, Kenny Pickett, quarterback, Pittsburgh, 6'3", 217, has an amazing, amazing arm. Um, but he's got some tendencies to be kind of razzled under pressure, which could be a problem in the NFL. And he has tiny little bitty hands, okay? Um, he was the only quarterback – in this draft class that had smaller than nine inch hands. Okay. So people, NFL teams are going to be, be worried about that. But those, if any other two, if any other quarterbacks, which is, this is a possibility because this, you know, teams are desperate for a quarterback, but if any other team of quarterbacks other than these two names are called in the first round, then it is an absolute reach. Yes. Um, these are the only two guys that I would, and even then, if it's a top 10 or 15 pick, I think it's a massive gamble. Now, if you're late and you're a team like the Bucks, who know they need to find the heir apparent to Tom Brady here soon, then taking a gamble on like Kenny Pickett, I think is a great thing to do. But anything before that, um, I think is a, is a huge gamble. Uh, but number 28, Nicobe Dean, um, linebacker, Georgia. Another Georgia player, 5'11", defensive player. Um, athletic player, my opinion, best Georgia defensive player, period. Now, he's fallen down the board um, because of his size. People don't want to draft a Dexter Coakley-sized um, linebacker. <laughs> linebacker. He's a small guy, but when you watch the tape, he's the first one in the ball. He explodes. Man, he if you watch the guy's tape, you fall in love. Now, there's made some scouts a little worried because he refused to run uh, the 40. He did not run the 40. He did not go do any testing. He knows that he has first-round tape, and he said, go watch the tape. But because of this, he's dropped a little bit, and because of his size, he's dropped a little bit. But, man, um, I think um, – That another war daddy? Tape-wise, I'd rather have this guy than Devin Lloyd. But Devin Lloyd checks all the boxes when it comes to size, length, athleticism, all those things. But Nicobe Dean has better 
NFL tape. Or, is, he a, tape. Is, he, is he a war daddy? Uh, yeah, he is an absolute. <laughs> now, you can't call a linebacker, only a defensive end. Oh, only a defensive end? Okay, I didn't know those were the, um, the stipulations. All right, so here's the deal. There, if you go look up Sky Moore, he's number 29 on my big board. Sky Moore, wide receiver, Western Michigan. You're going to see him ranked all over the place. PFF has him 22. I think uh, – no, PFF – yeah, PFF has him 22. I think um, Pro Football Network has him like 70th or something like that. So you can wow. see him as high as 22 and as low as 70th. But he's 30 uh, – he's 29th on my board. Wide receiver, Western Michigan, 5'10", 195. Dude – is a yak machine and just gets open. He is a baller. Honestly, if we get wiped out at receiver and our guards and all that stuff are gone and the Cowboys said, hey, he's the best wide receiver on the board, I would not be mad at this pick. He's the fifth best wide receiver in this draft, in my opinion. Um, I think he, if he falls to 56, I would be jumping for joy. This is my dream pick at 56, but I think there's no way in heck he falls that far. I think the farthest you'll see this guy fall is uh, late thirties, early forties. That'd be it. so. If you'd have to trade up in day two to get this guy, if you want him for the Cowboys, if you don't pick him at twenty four, but dude is just straight a beast. And so um, number thirty, we're starting to get closer to the end of my board here. Um, Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback, Clemson, six foot, one hundred and ninety four pounds. Um, this dude is a starting corner in the NFL. Um, his big problem and the reason he falls down the board a bit is the dude has a hard time staying healthy. And so oh, um, otherwise, you- top 15 to 20 guy based on tape, but the dude just consistently is hurt a whole lot. And so risky pick in my opinion, but you'll see a team take a flyer on him late in the first round just because of the tape and because he played and he started for – for Clemson. And so at um, 31, I have Quay Walker, linebacker, Georgia, 6'4, 241. Okay, so here's the deal. I think he could end up getting drafted before um, his teammate, Nicobe Dean. His tape is not near as good, but his athletic traits are off the absolute chart. This is what people are looking back, looking at. Micah Parsons has everybody in love with trying to draft 6'3, 6'4 linebacker now and i think because of that um he's still got some things that he really needs to develop but i think somebody will take a flyer on him late day one if not early day two you're gonna see this guy get drafted by somebody and somebody's gonna love 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 uh, that pick um 32 travis jones um he's defensive tackle connecticut 6'4 325 just a big body clogging the hole run stopping machine this guy is. So if you're looking for a run clogger, a guy that's going to help you clog up the gaps, if you have a problem stopping the rush, this is your guy. He's going to make you very, very, very happy. At number three, I've got Bernard Raymond. This guy is flying up draft boards. Okay. So offensive tackle guard, Central Michigan, 6'6, 303. Um, he's a good project. But he's not, he's a risky first round pick. And I could see the Cowboys doing something like this. And um, to me, it's huge risk, huge reward potentially. So he's only been playing offensive line for two years. He was a converted tight end, he was um, recruited as a tight end. um, And then they just decided to beef him up. And so he's only been playing lineman for two years. So has all the traits in the world, but very, very, 
very, and when I mean very, very raw player. Um, but you could see him sneak into the first round because people and teams just need offensive linemen. Um, George Pickens, wide receiver, Georgia, 6'3", 195. It's my 34th guy. Just a great athlete. He has uh, WR1 traits and uh, potential, but he's coming off an injury as well from Alabama. And we know, I mean, not from Alabama, sorry, from Georgia. Um, but we just know that Georgia and Alabama produce great athletes. And so this guy is a baller. He's coming off of the injury. This is why he's falling to where he is. Honestly, Brian, if if your team picks him with your second first-round pick, um, you should not be mad at it, although the all the – Things say that he shouldn't be. Um, this guy's a stud, absolute stud. Falling, he's going to fall into the second round probably um, because of injury. But he has elite tape. Um, number thirty-five, Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. I like him. Uh, I like him. Five eleven, one seventy-eight. This dude, he's just going to catch the ball. Um, I think his NFL comp is Deontay Johnson, probably. Um, and I think we'll all take a Deontay Johnson on our team. Absolute, absolute stud. You're going to want this guy on your team. Uh, I'll get through these last five really quick for you. 36, um, uh, Epic Heidi, Arnold Epic Heidi, Edge, Ben, uh, Penn State, 6'2", 250. Another traits guy. Once you get this late into your board, um, you're starting to look for guys that could develop into NFL pass rushers. And so edge is something that you're always going to reach at. It's something that's very, very important. This draft is loaded with him. This guy has star potential, um, but he's not as polished as the other edges we've talked about in this. So I think he slides a little bit um, because of that. And so what makes me excited about number 37, because this is the first running back that I've talked about. <laughs> Kenneth Walker the third running back, Michigan State. He's 5'9, 211 pounds, has vision, has balance. Um, he led Michigan State to a, a defeat against Michigan. He projects as a day one NFL starter, but he'll probably be um, a day two pick. You'll probably see him take it early in the second round. But unless um, there's a team there that is in late in the first round that just needs a running back, this is the only running back I think that you could potentially see taken on day one and he'd be a great player uh my 38th player is lewis sign um safety georgia georgia just has all the defensive players yeah, six say uh, they've all come from deep the uh, georgia's defense <laughs> yeah six two 199 got great range um he's xavier mckinney is who he is um and so i think he'll make somebody a great great a great player and then I'm really excited about this. And I have him at number 39, David Ojabo, um, Edge, Michigan. 6'4", 250 pounds. This guy is a top 15 pick, but he tears his Achilles at his pro day. How unfortunate. Why he's, he's working out at a pro day when he's already got top 15 tape and he's already done the combine, I don't know. Um, but somebody will take a shot at him in the second round. Might be my Dallas Cowboys. We love taking us an injured player. Yeah, we love taking shots. Yeah, we love Maybe. taking shots in the second round. This guy had top 15 tape before he tore his Achilles. Maybe you're uh, Jalen Smith 2.0. Maybe he actually works out this time. Right. <laughs> and then number 40, I had to put another quarterback on the board. This is the only other quarterback that could possibly sneak into um, – the first round, if a team is desperate with a third quarterback, it's Desmond Ritter, quarterback Cincinnati. 
just a dude's a stud athlete, led his team to an undefeated season until they got and played some actual competition. But uh, with quarterback, you've always got to realize that somebody could reach for them and, and we could see that happen. And so this is my top 40. Um, I hope that people watching, uh, you enjoyed it. I hope that that gives you some insight. Now, We'll do a mock draft for some fun real quick, and then we'll be done. And so we'll get out of here by 7 o'clock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, man, it was fun going through that top 40 with you. I think they're gonna it's going to be fun on Thursday night. I think any one of these guys, you could hear their name um, called um, on that night. And there might be a couple that I missed. And so I'll be interested to see how many I hit on and, and how many of the top 40 end up in the top 32 that I picked. So. Right now, I, I don't do a lot of mock drafts, and I've actually never done one. But because uh, it's oh really? Because I've already done point. probably four to five hundred at this point. Because <laughs> it's a complete guess, and um, this is not like I don't I don't play fantasy football. You think I would? I just don't. No, I, I, just I gotta big, get you in my fantasy football league this year, I'm dude. I'm a fantasy a big... football champion right here. <laughs> Maybe you gotta get me in. I, I'm just not big on the on this stuff, but um, I don't know. You think I would be? I just I'm just not. Right. Um, so the yeah the mod drafts are a lot harder for me to hit on and because uh, I don't watch I watch college football but I'm not invested as much obviously as you are into it. Um, I'm interested to see if we'll see a bunch of trades. Do we see? I just saw something that broke earlier that the, that that the Green Bay Packers are trying to trade uh, in the draft for uh, what's it called Wallen uh, the tight end from Oakland. Derek Derek uh, Derek Wallen. Yes, we wanted it. We wanted him in the yeah. trade with Devontae Adams, um, but uh, we could they couldn't trade him because of the franchise tag. So, um, we're look. I heard that we could trade him, trade for him in the draft. I'm like, what? Man, I, hey, man, you don't need a wide end. receiver because you got a wide receiver who happens to play tight end. So. Yes, a, a great tight end. So, I'm interested to see those things. People move up, people move down. Yeah, um, I think if you trade for Darren Waller, then you are a lot to try to, to take a defensive tackle. We do need a defensive tackle. We do need some help um, on on that side of the football, definitely. And and I and I'm fine with taking a Georgia player, um, especially because they're all pretty much beasts. But I, I want a wide receiver. I want that sexy pick first. Um, I want help for Aaron Rodgers on the offensive side because we don't have any wide receivers right now. So I, I think we need it, and we haven't drafted a first round wide receiver since. I have no idea because it's been that long. I mean, it's been ages. We haven't used a first-round pick to help out the offensive side of the football since we got uh, freaking uh, Rodgers and made made a splash move, and that's only because he fell into our laps and not because we actually moved up and did something about it. But I do like what Brian uh, Gutenkus has done with us. Um, every draft pick he's, he's had has been really fantastic, except Jordan Love. But other than that, it's been yeah, pretty good. Yeah, about – Garbage draft pick. That was a waste of a first round pick. You could have a stud wide receiver right now with that. It was a waste if it was a waste if it's you waste. thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be because Aaron Rodgers, whether people want to admit it or not, was kind of falling off. And then we draft we drafted a, a quarterback. You motivated him to be good again. Yes, and it, exactly. And if that did the job, then maybe it wasn't such a waste. But to each its own. Maybe he gets traded. Maybe we trade him. Um, for DJ uh, DK Metcalf out of Seattle, you know, give them a quarterback. I don't know what's going to happen. Baker Mayfield's still out there, not knowing what's going to happen with him. We got lots of potential trades that could go down, and that's what makes not only. I think we could see lots of drafts, uh, trades on draft night, and so 
as we do this mock draft, we're going to do it without doing any trades. Yes, uh, it'll, take, I, yeah. it'll take way longer if we start doing trades, but we'll just do it as it sits um, with team need. But you could obviously see somebody like I could see the Cowboys trading down to 31, acquiring a number, another top 100 pick and still getting their guard there at 31. And so um, but if you want to pull it up and share it on the screen here, we'll go ahead and, and we'll pick and we'll alternate. And I'll let you have the number well, one overall pick. Let me have and, number one overall pick. I, I, I can't share it. I, I haven't – I can't share it on the screen just yet. Um, I don't know how to – it's embarrassing. My um, my settings on the Apple computer, and I don't know how to go in and change those to allow me to change to share stuff on the screen. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So here's the deal. So let me pull it up you, um, so that we can both be looking at it together so I know which player has been taken, and we'll go ahead and do this through PFF um, simulator together. So if you want to go ahead and we'll just do the first round. And then just select all teams because we're going to pick for all teams. And then you want me to pull up the simulator too? Yeah, if you want to yeah. pull that up so that we can both be looking at it at the same time and then we can go through it together. So go ahead and enter this draft. Okay. And so let's go ahead and start it. All right. So Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. Um, and okay, so well, you get this pick, quick. Ryan, and I'm trying to find this simulator that you're talking about here. So for just uh, PFF mock draft, a, a mock draft simulator. You can pull it up on your phone if you need to. It pulls up really quick. Sorry, guys. No, while you're doing that, like, so here's the deal. Like, even when you're looking at. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Gotcha. When you're looking at these different simulators, they can't all agree, but this one's a really, really good one. It's got some, it's got some good team need stuff. I disagree with a lot of the rankings, but um, overall, um, I think. All man, right. um, Jacksonville, I, I'm leaning. It says they need a defensive line, linebacker safety. They're going to take an edge, number one. So which one do you want to take? Do you think they're taking Walker? Or do you think they're taking Thibodeau? Or do you think they're taking Aiden Hutchinson? I'm going to go with Hutchinson. I think he's uh, I think he's the best pick for them. Oh, Okay. It kind of filled in. Okay. So there we go. We got Detroit Lions now on the clock. Um, and so I think Detroit Lions, they need a quarterback, but this is way, way too early for them. Um, they need a linebacker. They need a defensive back. But I think ultimately, uh, I think they're just going to be too enamored with the position. And so I think that they are going to – we're probably going to see them take Trayvon Walker, who's number 12 on the PFF board. So we're going to take Trayvon Walker here at number two. For the Lions, I think anytime you can add elite um, edge rushing capabilities, you just got to take it. And so I think Detroit's in, they've got two first round picks and they're going to jump at the opportunity to take Trayvon Walker here. Which leads you to the Houston Texans who need, yes. this is hilarious, needs for Houston Texans. Every position. Every position. <laughs> <laughs> it, it says every position. So you could take, Anybody you want here, um, and it would be a major upgrade to that team. And so who do you want to take here for Houston, Brian? Um, let's see. I they honestly think – some offensive line? Yeah, I think they're going to go offensive line with the way this – this is a 
this is a just a loaded offensive line draft. I, I, I'm going to think they're going to go with um, the tackle out of Alabama, Evan Neal. I think this is a solid pick, a guy that is just day one ready. Uh, you were singing his praises earlier, uh, but this is a guy that I think is going to jump in here and, and help out this horrible offense, uh, Houston Texans team. Uh, unfortunately, the guy that gets drafted Houston, not, not you're not going to go win. Uh, but this could be a piece that's going to stick around for years to come and help build this team back up. Okay, so this is fun. So that leads us to the New York Jets, who have number four and number 10. Um, and they need a wide receiver and in a bad way. I think you could see the Jets trade for Debo Samuel ultimately, or you could see them try to trade for a wide receiver because they've been in every talk. Um, but I think when we get to to the Jets here, I think they're going to wait till pick 10 to pick their wide receiver. Um, but right here, I think they have no choice um, but to take um, Iquanu, North Carolina State tackle here. I think it's a lock. I think that that will be their their pick right there. They're going to get some protection for that young quarterback over there. So I'm going to go get him off the board. So at number five, this is where it gets fun for you. Um, number I, five. You got the New York Giants who have pick five, and they have pick seven. They desperately need – offensive line and uh to me the best offensive line on the board is is charles cross um they could use some edge help so cave i think here you can see charles cross or cave on thibodeau i'm going i am going with thibodeau you're going to take thibodeau here number five overall i'm going to take thibodeau at number five overall The, the look the giants when they won their super bowls back in the day it was that defense this guy comes in here. He's Daniel Jones big. gets no help here at five. We're going to go no get help. No help at number five. Look, we got we got to pick number seven coming up. We can get him some help there. They're already looking to trade their, their other wide receiver and Tony and try and trade him away, which I hope Green Bay kind of reaches out for him. So They're going to get the edge to, to get to the quarterback, and I think Thibodeau is a perfect fit for them. Gotcha. So which leads us to the Carolina Panthers. This is where we could see our first quarterback. Quarterback, yes taken off the board here yes and i'm gonna do it because i think that they're desperate enough to do it now which and one so, are you thinking so we're gonna take malik willis here okay at number six and i think it's a terrible move but i think <laughs> they've drafted defense the last couple of years defensive heavy draft i think they're they need their quarterback and they need him now and so we're gonna take that liberty quarterback which leads us up to the giants here at number seven and you still got that offensive line, Charles Cross, sitting there on the board for you if you want to take him for the Giants. You do. You do have an offensive line, but I don't think they go offensive line here, Ryan. So what position are you looking at? I think they go wide receiver. You think they go wide receiver here, even though they desperately need offensive line? They're the Giants. And you're going to leave Charles Cross on the board. <laughs> All right, uh, which, uh, which, which, which wide receiver are you taking? Well, who 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 do they have at wide receiver? Who are they going to throw the ball to? Well, they just they're trying. It was rumored this week that the uh, the wide receiver that they drafted in the first round last year is up for trade, so they could potentially be in Replacing. the wide receiver market. Right. Hey, this is your pick, not mine. I personally think they'll wait to the second round and they'll sure sure. up that offensive line, um, but they could absolutely take a wide receiver here, and so. <laughs> If that's the case, I think the pick is either Charles Cross or they go between um, – they either pick between Jamison Williams or they go with Garrett Wilson. 
So, um, but this is your pick. If you think they're going receiver, Brian, um, we'll have fun with this on Thursday. Um, (laughs) I'm going ballsy. Give me, give me Garrett Wilson, wide receiver. I think they want a guy they can throw the ball to. Thanks for stealing my pipe dream of him falling to 24. Okay, (laughs) They've got to have somebody to throw the ball to. Um, Look, they need a they need a whole new quarterback as well, but uh, that's so, beside the point here. I, I I think either either it's offensive line for them or it's it's a wide receiver. If we want the fun, let's give me Garrett Wilson, wide receiver. Yeah, got Giants. him off the board for you. Um, all right, so it leaves us to Atlanta Falcons at number eight. They need quarterback, they need guard, they need center, they need defensive line, they need cornerback. This is a no brainer. You got Sauce Garner on the board. Best play, one him and Cross are the best players on the board, in my opinion. Here that are still here, and Cross is sliding a little bit. Um, but man, I, I think they're they're going to run to the board, and they're going to be ecstatic about drafting Sauce Gardner in Atlanta. So at number eight, Sauce Gardner going to the Atlanta Falcons, um, which goes to number nine, Seattle Seahawks. Which now, because I took a quarterback, they could be panicking. Because they are another quarterback team. So do, could they take Kenny Pickens this early at number nine? Or do they go ahead and draft Charles Cross? Because their two biggest needs are quarterback and tackle. Um, they could go Derek Stingley Jr. because they could use a corner here. But, Brian, this isn't my pick. This is your pick, sir. Yes, they could use a quarterback. Um, yes, they, they, they need a lot of help. Are they going to reach for? Are they going to reach for uh, Pickett here? I don't think so. I think they pick Derek Stingley Jr. They, um, we all know that their head coach is all for defense. Give me the Legion. Well, Charles Cross is going to continue to slide down this board for us. Slide down the board. He'll he'll probably get picked up pretty soon. Der- Derek Stingley Jr. I think he gets picked. I think um, I think it's a little uh, maybe not a reach, uh, but. Well, sometimes coach. people have them rated as a top two player, you know. So uh, you watch 2019, you see a top two or three player. Yeah. And it's definitely, it fits the need. They need quarterback, tackle, edge, and cornerback. So it fits a team need. Um, it, 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 I probably would have gone cross here, but I don't think Derek Stingley's a bad pick. Their head, their head coach loves defense. So I, I'm going right. to stick there. Uh, go ahead with the New York Jets at number 10. They got two top 10 picks, the Jets, this, this year. All right. So I think. Who'd you pick? Who'd you pick for them earlier? You went to, earlier. Um, yes, I can. I can look at it for you real quick. For earlier, they I picked them um, the tackle um, Iquanu out of North Carolina State. Right. He's an That's absolute right. beast. So they've got some protection there. But at this I think point, they need I, think a, they, I think they need a wide receiver. They've got to have. They need someone. a wide receiver. I think that they go. Um, I really, really like Jameson Williams, but I think this is the Jets, and I think the Jets do Jets things. And so, <laughs> at number, so at number ten. Give me Drake London over Jamison Williams. Oh, wow. Okay. And that was I my... think it's because they they say that they don't want to wait on an ACL, and so they take a guy that's a little less talented um, because he's healthy. Health matters to a lot of teams. And so doesn't matter to my Dallas Cowboys, but um, <laughs> number 11, the Washington Commanders. They could use a quarterback. They could use a guard. They could use a center. Um, they could use a linebacker. Uh, apparently, they're really in love with Devin Lloyd here. Um, but I could see them actually picking a wide receiver here just to play keep away from the Cowboys. Um, they could do a lot of different things here, Brian. But, hey. Well, 
the talks here had them, you know, or the, the screen I'm looking at had them really interested in Drake London, um, which I think would be a really good pick for them. I forget, though. I forget they got Carson Wentz. I'm like, who's their quarterback again? It's Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz. And so Jameson Williams is the best receiver, I think, that um, we have on the board. But um, they could go for – if Cross is on the board, you could see them run to – run that in. He's just such a good talent, and it falls to them at 11. Um, but you could see them um, going Devin Lloyd here. Um, that's not too far of a reach. Um, and they love them some safeties. They had Sean Taylor in the past. You could see them – Kyle Hamilton is starting to slip on the board a little bit for us. Um, because we saw a quarterback take in and saw Derek Steenley get taken. And so um, so you got Charles Cross, Kyle Hampton, Jamison Williams, um, Trent McDuffie, Devin Lloyd. What you want to do here? Uh, let's see. Well, they don't need any defensive line help. This is this is they're for, for sure good there. Um, do they need offensive line? Um, they need a guard and they need a center. So you could see them take Tyler Linderbaum, who's the best center here. Um, you could but, see it. Uh, do you, I don't think he goes off the board that that early. Um, they love them some safeties. Um, they do. They got some talented guys on the board. I could see Kyle Hamilton. Give me Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre, Notre Dame. Right. I think this is where we're going to see him in. Even though it's not a huge team need, I think they're going to be there at eleven, and they're going to be in love with the idea of having another Sean Taylor. Yep, I can see that. All right, number 12, Minnesota Vikings. They need a guard. They need a center. They need an edge. They need a cornerback. And so George Karloftis has been really linked to Minnesota, and it's been rumored that they really, really like this guy. So I'm going to continue to leave Charles Cross on this board. And and Jamison Williams, they're both free-falling right now, but give me George Karloftis here at number 12 because I know the team is interested. I know it's a big team need, and he's been highly linked to them. I think they won't be able to help themselves because these guys got some amazing potential. Um, and what 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 does he play? George, he's an edge out of uh, Purdue. and so okay. That's right. That's a weird name one. Okay. Um, and in Houston, <laughs> Houston Texans, um, every position, remember earlier – uh, what did we decide to take for them earlier in this draft? They took Evan Neal. They straight up tackle. Um, it seems like um, they could use some help for that young quarterback because they're going to go with them. So they could definitely be a, guy, a team that goes Jameson Williams. They could be a team that's interested in Trent McDuffie. They could be a team that's interested in Devin Lloyd. Um, I could see Houston Texans just going best available every time they pick, to be honest with you, because they just have so many needs. Right. Um, so do you want to? what do you think here? Do you think Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Jameson Williams, wide receiver, Charles Cross, tackle? What, they've already drafted a tackle earlier, so I don't think they would draft two tackles in a row. No. Um, um, give me give me uh, the best wide receiver on the board, Jameson All right, Williams. which would uh, – would you agree that that's Jameson Williams then? Yes, yes. Uh, they need right. some offensive – they need some wide receiver help. We're taking our receivers off the board, bro. Yeah. Uh, to me, this is an easy pick. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens really need a corner. Trent McDuffie's the best corner on the table. He's the 11th ranked player on their their board. He's the 11th ranked player on my board. Um, Charles Cross is still sitting there, but it's not a need for the Ravens. So I think they go with Trent McDuffie. I Trent love Duffy. that we actually like real life draft scenario. We have a guy that's falling right now. Um, Philadelphia. I hate this, but I think <laughs> Devin Lloyd is going to end up at a Philadelphia Eagle. 
is what I think. They are linked to him. They need some defensive help, and I'm going. They to need go. linebacker and defensive back are their biggest yes. needs. I'm going to pick the linebacker from Utah, Devin Lloyd. I hate this pick, Brian. Uh, they're going to get their uh, them a beast player, but I think he's ultimately going to end up with them. Then you got New Orleans, who needs a wide receiver. They need a tackle. They need a quarterback. At this point, they are going value. They cannot believe that Charles Cross is falling to them. <laughs> Still on the board. at 16. This is like a C.D. Lamb-type plummet. Got a top-10 talent. Um, sure, fire starter. They need a tackle. They were looking at wide receiver quarterback, but then they see Charles Cross on the board, and they just can't help their stuff. They've got to run this card in and run it in quick. Charles Cross at number 16. Um, they don't even think twice about it. Um, number 17, the, the Chargers. Chargers. They need a wide receiver. They need a tackle. And they need a cornerback here. Um, so what are they going to do here, Brian? Um, I, they got Chris Olave, which is, they really, really like. Um, you've got uh, Bahard Raymond, that tackle out of Central Michigan that's been traveling up the board. You got Penning, I think we still got on the board. Yes, I think um, I think they go Trevor Penning out of North Northern Iowa. All right, help out their offensive right. line needs. Yep, I think you should do. So we got Philadelphia back on the board, and back I get board. to pick this time. And man, they got uh, the line other linebacker a while ago. So I really could see them at this point just trying to play keep away from the Dallas Cowboys since they have little brother syndrome. Um, yeah, I think Philadelphia just loves defensive linemen way, way too much. And they're going to see Jordan Davis, that dude that can run through a brick wall, runs a 4'8 at 340 pounds. And so give me Jordan Davis at 18, and I think Eagles are happy and they just solidified a really, really good defense. Um, so Jordan Davis is now off the board, which leads us back to the Saints. They're back on the clock. I'm over these guys. Oh. I have – they have two picks. They ran and they got Charles Cross while they go. And so now they this team right here, they need a quarterback. They've addressed tackle. Now we just address it for them. So they need a quarterback and they need a wide receiver. Do they Instead go of- Ken Pickens here? Or do they pick the wide receiver? Because there's only at this point, they're at 19. There's only one quarterback that's left that's worth the first round pick. And we're at 19. Or do they go wide receiver here? Oh, see, I honestly think the Steelers are going to take Kenny Pickens at pick number twenty. So I think the New Orleans. I think they go with I, a wide receiver, and I want to keep Chris Olave off the board because I want. I think I they're taking Chris Olave. I would. I would say I, I don't want him to go off the board either, but I think they I, take. I, I, I think Olave. he's going number nineteen, Chris Olave. I honestly think the Steelers are taking going to go gamble with, with a quarterback, but um, this is your pick, Ryan, with them. All right. Yeah, I agree with you. Kenny Pickett off the board, number 20 overall. <clears throat> All right. So, so, number 21, New England uh, Patriots. They need wide receiver. They need edge. They need linebacker. They need corner. I think – I mean, this is your uh, this is your pick right here. Um, but if I know Bill Belichick, I think he runs to the board and takes in the Kobe Dean because he's a guy that values tape. And so um, if I were in your pick, I would take in the Kobe Dean here because um, they desperately need a linebacker. And he's 
Um, arguably the best player on the board at this point, but who oh, they could go wide receiver, but I don't see them taking a guy like. Burks I don't think. Here at this yeah. Point. Um, Trent McDuffie's already picked cornerback. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, Andrew Booth Jr. is the best corner on the board right now. The guy that has all the tape but can't stay healthy. I don't see yeah, that's not a that's not a Bill Belichick guy. Give me the guy you said, Nicobe Dean. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that they would be super happy. All right, I'm gonna let you have some say on this one since I. All right. Well, um, the Green Packers, they're they're, they're wide receivers at off 22. The they really want. With the way this draft fell, and Traylon Burks being the highest receiver left, and y'all kind of getting wiped out. Yes, the I wide think receiver the point, group is gone basically right now. Well, gone, there's still gone, some good but, wide receivers, not but. Gone, there could be a wide receiver that's got at 28 that's going to be just as good as the wide receiver you get at 22. Um, I personally think that the guy Give that I've the been defensive tackle help that it, you said. Devontae Wyatt. Yes. I'll take Georgia, him. 22. Georgia. I think he's yep. the pick. Take him. And he's one of the best players I have on the board left at this point. So, which takes me to 23. Arizona and the Cardinals. They've got. Um, they need a guard, they need a center, they need a cornerback. Um, I think this uh, is where Tyler Linderbaum finds home. I think they get Tyler Linderbaum, they send him to Arizona. I think he's the center for the Arizona Cardinals and has his Hall of Fame career with them. Unfortunately. All right, Dallas all Cowboys. Right. So now here 24. I am with the Cowboys, and I've got all three players that they've been linked to. You've got Kenyon Green, you've got Traylon Burks, and you've got Zion Johnson. All three guys that I think that they really, really want are available. And so do they take – Do can Jerry Jones help himself? Mm-hmm. Arkansas alum, Burks is sitting there. <laughs> He's the only first-round wide receiver that they have left on their board. And then you've got the two guards. Um, I think Traylon, the, Jerry Jones knows that the, the fan base is upset with him and while we need a guard very, very badly, <laughs> I don't think he'll be able to help himself. I think we draft Traylon Burks here, number 24 overall, which makes number 28 really hard for uh, Brian uh, over there. But Buffalo Bills are needing a wide receiver and they need a defensive tackle. You've got um, Sky Moore, which I don't think would go this early to them. I think you could see them pick somebody like George Pickens. Uh, he fits do they, need, do they need an edge? They don't need an edge, the defensive end? Uh, dude, here's the deal. What you need to realize is that any team is subject to take a defensive end yeah. at any time if they like a defensive end. Uh, but who are the best defensive ends that we have left on the board? Uh, Jermaine Johnson, Edge, Florida State, who I have number 12 on my board, and PFS has number 32, is still sitting there. So this is incredible value, valuable position at this point. Um, what about what about David Ajabo? I would not pull the trigger on until the second round with the torn Achilles if it were me. Okay. So Jermaine Johnson to me would be a lock, but I mean – I've got Nick Benito um, that I didn't even talk about um, that was like probably 41 or 42 for me. It's a great edge still on the board. But 
Um, as far as my rankings go, my number 12 overall player, Jermaine Johnson, is still sitting on the board here. What, let's, see, let's see. Let's uh, see. Is Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson, the, the cornerback, on the board? Yep, he's not, he's still available right there. Give me that. Give me that. I think they need some help in the back in the defensive backfield. Uh, I've seen a couple mock mocks having him pick either a safety or cornerback. So give me that guy, the Buffalo Bills, to help out on defense. All right. So um, Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. They need a guard. They need center. They need edge. They're going to they're going to wipe me out. They're going to hurt my feelings. They're going to take my boy Zion Johnson right here. <laughs> Some good, some good, uh, good um, value there. Uh, Tampa needs a guard, a center, or a defensive guy. I, I personally think, um, if they're sitting here, and the Cowboys let both those guards go by, and one of them's taken, and Kenyon Green's still sitting there, I think that they would run that pick in. But this is your pick, not mine. They need defensive. <laughs> they need um, tackle. They need a guard, and they need a center. Let's see. And the, my number 12 overall guy is still on the board. And who's that? Jermaine Johnson, the edge at a Florida State. Well, Jordan Davis, is he still on the board? Nope. We took uh, The Eagles took him. The Eagles took him. Hmm. Well, Jordan Davis is taken. They need – Best defensive tackle. Let's look. Travis Jones out of Connecticut, the run-stuffing uh, guy. Um, what did I have him at online? I had him at 32 on my board, so 27 wouldn't be too high. In fact, PFF has him ranked 27, and this is pick 27. Um, so then, this could be a guy that they definitely look in Travis Jones. Um, then, you go got, then go with it. That's fine. Go, uh, all right. Go with it. So we leave that guard. All right. So now we've got Green Bay on the clock. They've been wiped out at wide receiver. They need offensive line. But you've got Jermaine Johnson, that edge, still sitting there, Brian. I'm going to let you have some say on this one because I ended up with the uh, Look, both your I'm, picks. I, I'm, I'm rescuing the Green Bay fan base from rioting. I'm picking a wide receiver. So no matter what, you're picking wide receiver here. Sky Moore. Number You're picking Sky Moore or George Pickens? George Pickens is defensive end, right? No, George Pickens is the wide receiver out of Georgia. Out of um, Georgia? incredible tape, but has had struggle staying healthy. I have Sky Moore related higher, but typically, Brian, we we don't see your Green Bay Packers pick small school guys. We don't. So I, I, I like think Sky Moore is a better player, but I think they would pick George Pickens here. Or Dotson out of Penn State. I think they would like both those guys. Well, actually, I forgot Dotson's on the board. Give me Dotson because I we we actually brought him in. We like him a lot, Dotson. I, I, if they don't go wide receiver here, I could see them going in the second round and, and getting um, maybe Christian. Okay. This uh, is your Christian pick again with Kansas um, City, number twenty nine. Um, right here, uh, they need wide receiver. They need defensive line. They need quarterback. They've got back to back picks, and so. Um, you've got Sky Moore. You've got what corners do we have available still on the board? Because they definitely need a corner. Um, you got Petrie. You've got Daxton Hill, that a guy who can play safety your corner here, who was my number 20th overall prospect still on the board here. Um, I do think I could see them go Dax. I think they would go Daxton Hill. Daxton and Hill. Then and then a receiver next. 
Daxton Hill and then maybe uh, Skyler uh, Moore. Yeah. yeah. Guy that gets separation quick. The guy that's a lot like the guy that they just traded. Yeah. So they go Daxton Hill and then they go Sky Moore here. Um, and then so we're at pick 31. Uh, Cincinnati needs a guard and they need a center. right? A center. Yeah. And Kenyon Green is on the board, so I think this is a lock. Cincinnati t- is so thrilled and happy um, to take Kenyon Green here. But what do you think, Brian? Um, for the Bengals, yeah, I mean, they, obviously their biggest needs been offensive line. They've, they've and they've addressed out. it in free agency, but they, I think Kenyon Green sitting there, they're like, man, we can make this offensive line elite with what yes. we already have. I agree with that. Or, or if I'm not going offensive line, I'm, I'm going to help out the secondary and the defense. Um, the best cornerback available. Or oh, um, safety, I think, still too high to take. Uh, safety can get in the second so or third take? round. Kenyon Green here. Is he the best cornerback? No, Kenyon Green is the guard out of A and M. Guard. Uh, best cornerback available would probably be Aleem out of. Florida, Jalen Petrie could be a guy they'd take here. I have both those guys as second-round guys, in my opinion. Kenyon Green. Then I, then I would probably go with offensive line because they do need it. They do need it, and you can't ever have too much. And they did address their biggest needs in offensive line um, in the offseason. So I go offensive line or, or someone in the, in the, in the defensive backfield. Okay. But leaning more offensive line. So you got Detroit Lions here. Um, they got an edge earlier. They need DB help, but it's probably a little too early. They've got the 40th and 41st pick in the second round. So I think they'll do some of that stuff here. Um, but ultimately, I think that they go and get their linebacker right here. And I think the last pick of the first round, you see Quay Walker, linebacker Georgia taken. Um, number 32 overall. I have number 31 on my big board, um, which means that my number 12 overall player is still on the board. <laughs> just made it into the second oh. round. And that's well, because you, we saw two quarterbacks who didn't belong being taken, taken, cost the guy yeah. like uh, – and so it, after end of night one, that guy is still sitting on the board, Brian. I'm telling you, there's teams calling trying to take <laughs> the 33 um, yeah. right away. And well, you so, look at – I'm interested to see because there was a, a report that that said if if the Browns cut Baker Mayfield, the Steelers would sign him next day. Do you? I, I don't think the Browns are just going to cut him. I, I you know I, I think they're going to trade him and try and get something for him. But well, nobody's wanting to trade for him because I, they know that ba- that the Browns forced their hand. Yes. Because every team knows now Deshaun Watson is your starting quarterback. So you have to trade him. You have to get rid of him. Baker's not going to play for you. He's not going to accept a backup role. Um, so take my fourth-round pick and be happy with it or shut up and cut the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's the same thing with Amari Cooper. We couldn't get the compensation that we deserved for him because every team knew we couldn't hold on to his contract. So they said, screw you, Dallas. Um, take our fifth round pick and be happy with it. Yeah, that you got Season, something. You're about to get a taste of your own medicine because you did it to my Cowboys, and now the NFL is going to do it to you. They're going to say, "Hey, this guy's not going to be on your team next year." So, we'll yeah, why would we trade for pick, him? right fifth round pick? And you can be happy, or you can just cut him because you're going to do it anyway. I think he could. 
obviously to me, I think he's better than Mitch Trubisky. I think Steelers would be great to pick him. Now, I do I don't think they go out and get Baker if they're drafting Pickens like we weekly projected them to pick um, right. in the first round. So it all it's all going to depend on that and. Yeah. And uh, I, I just Mitchell Trubisky is not the answer there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Kenny Pickett is a, um, I think a lock at twenty. You think a lock? Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him to go to Pittsburgh. I like his arm. Um, he's more of a pocket passer. And, and then uh, Mills is it? Uh, what's his name? The other quarterback that you had going? Liberty University. Um, yeah. Malik Willis has a cannon arm, can run, super athletic. That's the thing. He's um, more. Uh, he's, he's Lamar more Jackson of... with a better arm. Yes. Um, and he, is he as electric as Lamar Jackson? I mean, I I don't. Yes, so on tape, but his competition is not near what Lamar faced. Yeah. So that's where it gets very, very, very difficult with him. And so, man, I'm super excited about this draft that's coming up. Um, I hope that you get wiped out at receiver like you did today. And, I hope we don't. Hope and then you go defensive tackle there at 22. Because uh, I don't think y'all like Burks. I don't think you're going to pick him. I don't. I, I. I don't think we do either. Um, I think if we're going to go a guy after uh, for a guy like Burks, we might as well trade for Debo Samuel, the guy that can do kind of a little bit of everything. Although that, that's the reason. If this, and this scenario happens, I could see y'all using your two picks and drafting up a few spots. Well, we have we, right. We have two picks in the first round, so that makes me think that we're going to use them. Mark Murphy, who, who's a guy I don't like, but Mark Murphy said the draft is going to be very interesting. So I'm 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 expecting something big, but that doesn't happen in Green Bay. Now, uh, Brian Brian Gutenkus has moved down before and picked great players. Um, he's moved up and got Jerry Alexander, a guy who's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Um, so he's made some great picks. We do need some safety help as well, some defensive help. We obviously need some wide receivers. Um, there was rumor, like I said earlier, trying to trade for tight end in Oakland, uh, Waller. Dude, if y'all got Waller, that would be absolute he's a beast. nuts offseason. But he's a guy that has struggles to stay, to stay healthy, man. And so. Yeah, so always running that risk. But uh, I don't know how much we're willing to trade for him. And then we got to pay, you know, the contract and all that stuff. But uh, – We've got to replace the best wide receiver in the NFL, so that's going to be tough. He was the best wide receiver in the NFL. <laughs> well, yeah, last season. Now he's gone the to the place before. where all good players go to die, the Raiders. I, I think they'll be good next year. I think he'll be good but not great. Probably. I mean, they've got a lot of weapons there to, to pass yeah, around. Yeah, but I just, and... Carr's not Aaron Rodgers, bro. Oh, no, definitely not. Not not close. But And that matters. Yes, it does. Well, all right, guys, this has been a fantastic episode. Ryan, I want to thank you for jumping on. I appreciate having you on the show. And Ryan will be back to talk more football and, and basketball and other things. Maybe get him in on, on the championship. I'd love to have an episode just about Luka Doncic and his greatness. <laughs> we can do that. We can do that because it is greatness that we are watching. Um, I'm surprised, though. I turn on the I turn on and watch the game the other night, and he comes back, and they lose by one point. I'm like, I actually uh, told all my buddies I expected the loss because I think anytime you disrupt chemistry after back-to-back big wins, um, it can be a thing. And I think in the first half, you saw it. We were ice cold. We couldn't make shots. Our offense yeah. was struggling. 
And then we came back and started playing good, but we would have blown them out had we not played like that in the first half. So I expect to win the next two games, but I did pick us to lose game four in a close one, and I was right. Brunson should have drove that last that one he had. The, ball. the second drove, that they man. doubled, the second they doubled Luca, Brunson should have drove instead of pass it back to Luca. Yeah, um, and he probably would have drawn a foul. But yeah. here's the deal: if Dwight Powell just makes the free throws, yeah. game over. But well, you know. Yeah, you know, but, you know, look at the other side of the ball. And if um, well, I'm going to draw a blank on his name, Gobert makes his free throws. That he probably put it away a little earlier. That's they true, would too. Yep. Point lead, 100% so. true, too. But Luca hit that three with 40 seconds left. You thought it was game over. But, oh, dude, that was nice. Yeah. But, yeah, we will talk, have an episode about basketball after we win this series. Maybe I can jump back on and talk about how we're going to the Western Conference Finals. Um, <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, um, but yeah, Brian Sims is all. This is his Super Bowl NFL draft. Um, look for guys. Craig is Craig might do a, a show tomorrow solo, but he will be on the draft night Thursday night. Our first ever outspoken sportscast live reaction to anything. He's gonna ta- he's gonna watch first round draft, give you his commentary and uh, any insight he might have on that. So look forward to watching that. And then Friday, me and Jeff. Um, we'll have an episode that covers the draft, anything that happened, and um, go from there. But <clears throat> yes, super exciting time of the year, and um, I also we you know we gotta explain we gotta take time another time to explain my my jump over onto the Luca bandwagon. Oh, we absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> well, so. I hope everybody enjoyed it. That's watching tonight, and man, it was fun talking draft with you. I'm excited about Thursday. It's gonna be phenomenal. But man. Uh, it was fun with you tonight. I hope you have a good night and uh, hope everybody that's watching has a great night and happy draft day coming up and go Cowboys and let's get us a wide receiver. <laughs> happy draft day, guys. Hope you have a, a rest of your uh, a great week and um, God bless guys. Take care.